Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry About the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek. I am recording this on my lunch break. This is not something I have done before, but it's a very interesting vibe. Basically, my life has just been really busy as always. This is, I think, one of the worst I've been probably since Oregon with my texting because I have a hundred unread text messages and I wish I was joking about that but I I have a hundred right now. So I am. Some of those are like spam texts because I'm getting like just as many spam text messages as I'm getting emails these days, which like who signed me up for that? And can you please get me off the list? If I get another fucking text messages asking me if I'm ready to lose like a hundred pounds in two days, I will jump off a bridge. I mean, um, not to, to make light of that at all. I'm just saying that it's usually comes to when I've convinced myself that like it's okay to eat dessert or something. Like I'm just sitting down in my bed, got my popcorn ready or, you know, my ice cream cone or whatever. And then without a doubt, I get a little like zit zit. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's a text message. And it's just, you know, someone reminding me that I'm a fat ass and should, you know, drink worms or something to lose 12 pounds. And it's just it's a lot. It's a lot. So anyways, it's just been a really, really crazy time and all exciting things, all exciting reasons for it to be so crazy. Um, My sister is uh, getting well, she's married, but she's having her kind of reception party. It's an anniversary party coming up in September. And so we're throwing her a a kind of a bridal shower, but we're calling it a married and mimosas party uh, this weekend. So it's going to be on Saturday. Super excited for that. And um, so you know, of course, I'm getting getting all ready for that. I've been taking a bunch of TikToks, but I haven't been posting them because she follows me and I don't want her to see anything. So after I should have some great content on some of the fun like decorations and how I made some of the things just to, you know, help my sisters out who are um, in weddings and whatnot. But it's going to be a really, really fun party. I'm super excited about it. And of course, it's just been such a stressful time at work. I've been working like nonstop, which really never changes. I feel like if you work in the retail realm, you know that it is nonstop busy. And I work on the corporate side and it is it is just nonstop. It's nonstop busy. So, you know, um, yeah, I've just been like pretty stressed out and uh, nothing too, too surprising there. But um, amazing things have been happening around me, though, that I couldn't wait to talk about because, you know, obviously this podcast, I like to update you on my own life, which also means that I update you on my friends lives because they're just as much stars of the show as I am, you know, so um, my best friend from middle school, we met in eighth grade, Miss Jenna Macias, she listens to the podcast, she got engaged, super exciting. Um, so, it was really fun because a few years ago we were t- been talking about her obviously being engaged and I was like, well, we need to start a Pinterest board like I need to have what you want just in case somebody asked me like somebody as in Sergio, her fiance, you know, I was like, well, what if he asked me and I don't know, which, by the way, girls and guys and however you identify, I just want to say I think it's very important that you have a Pinterest board or at least like a shared album of rings you want and you share those with your friends because it's it's not a, like it's not an easy conversation to have, because if you're trying to like surprise somebody, then you're like, oh, you know what? 
what ring do you want? Or you can go ring shopping together. I, with Kim, her and I got to go on our own. And then, you know, she went with Alex. And so, um, you know, they got to have that like fun moment together, which I think is super cute. But if you're not interested in doing that, just make sure that your girls or your guys or your friends have the ring you want on their phone. It could not be more important. So, I mean, when Aaron was on the podcast and we were talking about her when Ben had the ring and, uh, you know, she was um, talking about getting engaged, like she had sent all of us, like all of her friends. I'm pretty sure like her whole bridesmaids list got text messages that were like, here's the ring in case anyone asks. And that's nice. So anyways, all that is to say that I've been holding on to this photo of Jenna's ring and so I found out, um, I can't even remember what month that was in June, maybe that or July, one of the two that she was uh, June. I don't know. It's not important. Anyways, I found out that she was getting engaged. Sergio called me and he's like, OK, we got to go ring shopping. Right. But here's the deal. Like we hadn't looked at that Pinterest board in quite some time. So I was getting nervous because I was like, what if her style change, which is also important for me to throw out if you're going to share your ring with your friends, which you should do when you change your mind. Also make sure they know. Right. So uh, she was I was trying to make it so she didn't know that she was getting engaged, right? Because like you don't want to ruin the surprise. But also, I was like, shit, what if she changed? So she would get really upset, like much like Erin on the podcast we heard. I think we all get kind of like this. She's like, I don't know if Sergio is going to propose, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I have no idea. He hasn't talked to me. And, you know, but if he does, like, are we still, are we still wanting the princess cut with the two princess cuts on the side? Like, are we still into that? And she's like, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. And I was like, are you sure? Okay. And then like she, every time she'd get mad, I'd be like, yeah, I'm so mad with you that you're not getting engaged. Now, if you, you know, like, where's our princess cut with the two princess cuts on the side? Am I right? You know, like, <laughs> I just tried my hardest to like not say, hey, you're getting engaged, but also be like, but bitch, do you still want the same ring? All of this is to say that, thank God, she did not change her mind. The ring is stunning. Sergio and I went to uh, Shane Company, and that's also where I went with Kim. And I just feel like Shaneco should be giving me a small cut because I know it's only been two people so far that I went with, but I just feel like that's enough for me to get my own promo code. So Shanko and Cupertino, San Mateo and Walnut Creek. I'm just saying that if you're listening to this, I think you should let me in. Also, I feel like I've learned so much and I find it so fascinating about rings is that like the cut and the color and the clarity means so much because you could have a bigger like cut because I think we always talk about, oh, what, you know, what size is your ring? You know, oh, you know, but all this, all this stuff. And, but you could have a ring be a smaller, like diamond size, but more expensive because the clarity is better. And it's like, do you want the sparkle? I learned all about the little like black spots you're looking for. It's a whole fucking process. So I'm just saying, do your research. So not only when you're making your Pinterest board with the look of it, don't forget to also look in and say, you know, I care more about the size and the sparkle or, you know, I, I don't care that much as long as it blinds people like these are important things to add to your ring shopping list. Now that I myself have become 
an expert. So obviously I'm pretty far off getting engaged. That's what happens when you're single. But it's been nice because now I'm going to have like a whole notebook, basically. Like this is the clarity. This is the cut. This is the size. Also know the size. That one was tough, too. But anyways, it was so exciting. I am beyond honored that Sergio let me go with him. It was such a special experience. And, um, you know, I would not trade that for the whole world. And it's so exciting that she's engaged and I am ready for all the fun wedding planning. It's going to be a great time. So um, also on Sunday, okay, I'm laying in bed. I'm a little tired. You know, I'm scrolling through TikTok, taking my in, in, in and out of a nap, right? And Kim texts me, friend of the podcast, my Como, right? And she just sends me this picture of a golden retriever. And she's like, so I bought this dog. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Like, what? Where? Who? What? Where? It's a golden retriever puppy. She's beautiful. And she's like, will you come pick up this dog with me? And I was like, once again, who, what, when, where, how? Yes, obviously. She's like, it's three hours away and we have to leave now. And I was like, I'm already out the door. I ran out to my mom and I was like, this is the dog Kim's getting. I'm going. I don't even care. I I don't even care. She's like, where are you going? I said, I didn't ask. I just got my ass in the car. When your best friend says, will you go to get a puppy with me? You drop everything. That is an elite. So like I ran my ass out of the car, got in the car with her. We drove all the way up to Mendocino County at like 4 p.m. on a Sunday, um, you know, picked up this darling, darling golden retriever. If you know anything about me when it comes to dogs, like golden retrievers are my absolute favorite dog in the whole world. I think I'm a golden retriever. I feel like if I had an animal that would describe my soul, it's a golden retriever for sure. And so, of course, not only because she's my best friend, would I do such a thing, but also the knowledge that I was just going to get to sit in a car with a golden retriever puppy in my lap, I was like, well, that's a no brainer, of course. So it was so fun. She's so cute. Her name is Luna. She's adorable. Um, You know, Alex was out of town, her um, boyfriend. So that's why he couldn't go with her. And like, I've never been more thankful for his job because I got to sneak in and do that. Auntie Ashley with the swoop coming in. It was so fun. She's so stinking cute. I will definitely post some pictures on my Instagram so you can see. Adorable. So if you are going to get a dog, I told my mom I have puppy blinders. Like if you ask me something about a dog, there's a 95% chance, 99% chance I'm going to say yes. Like I don't think I've ever like turned down a dog sitting opportunity. I maybe if I'm out of town, like only if I'm out of town, only if I'm like in a wedding, you know what I mean? But if you ask me to dog sit, the majority of the time I'm going to say yes, because wow, amazing. I just spent the whole last week with my niece, Harper Baby, uh, my sister and my brother-in-law's dog. And that was the best, except for when she hid from me under the bed. I did not enjoy that. I could not get her out, but eventually she got over hiding from me and it was the greatest. So um, yeah, this is it's been a very fun and exciting week is really what I'm getting at. <laughs> and, you know, I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode. It felt really good to kind of get it out. And I think I'm doing a little bit better, which is good. Um, I think, you know, it's just a whole kind of process. And, you know, I talked a lot about it with um, 
with Kim on our drive. Because also, you know, I talk about how hard it is for me to go to Sonoma County. And my sister and I went in the morning because Stevie, remember Stevie? He was on the podcast with me. He did my... um makeup and uh for Haley's wedding well he's also going to come down and do it for my sister's party which is super exciting so we went up to do the trial and it was really fun so I basically went like past Petaluma four times uh just just like going up doing the makeup trial coming back going up to Mendocino County coming back and you know it was uh a lot but I almost feel like it was (laughs) like immersion, you know, something. I don't know. It's like face your fears and then really get it going, you know? So it was, it was really, um, you know, wasn't really as bad as I thought it was going to be. I think um, I'm starting to get there. It was, I, I felt it still. Like, I think it's just this little ping in my heart. That's like, oh man, like this is where he lives. And this is where we did the majority of our stuff. And this is, you know, so it just kind of hits me in these weird ways. But uh, I still had a fabulous time, obviously. And uh, I'm really excited for how beautiful Stevie is going to make my face look. Okay, so the fun part about recording a podcast during your lunch break is that you might get some Teams calls. So I'm so sorry if you just heard um, the uh, the call come through. And uh, I sure, I'm sure if you work in the uh, the corporate world, work from home right now, you know exactly what that sound was, which was a Teams call. <laughs> and um, so anyways, uh, <laughs> that's my sign to like, get it going, girl. We got to finish up this episode. You got work to do. But, you know, I am allowed a 30 minute lunch break. So this is what I'm doing on it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's just been a uh, a wonderful time with lots of amazing stuff going on. So I want to talk about some hot gossip really quick because the Kardashians are not letting me down on the drama front. Well, I guess this one's not totally drama. Actually, I'm going to start with Khloe Kardashian and then I'm going to get it to Travis Barker because then I want to talk about weddings and I'm into Travis and Courtney. And this is just a little like me word vomiting my thought process here. OK, so. Rumors are saying that Tristan is back with Chloe. If you don't know, you shouldn't be surprised. Maybe you missed it. But Tristan tre- <laughs> Tristan cheated on Chloe again. Shocker. I would, you know, no one no one's really surprised at this point. So, you know, they are done zo. The only time that Tristan did not cheat on Chloe seems to be when we were all in government lockdown. So, um, that's apparently what he needs. So apparently on U.S. Weekly, they are reporting that they're not back together, but Tristan would very much love to give it another shot. Bitch, <laughs> can I don't know. I wish I would have looked up if he's good at basketball because I honestly don't know. I know he's still playing, so he must not suck. But it's like, you know, um, there's only so many baskets you can shoot and miss before somebody puts you on the bench. Right. So you've had a lot of shots uh, you've had a lot of chances and I really hope Miss Chloe puts him on the bench because at this point I can't even feel bad for her. You know what I mean? Like at some point, you know, when your friends are just going back with the same toxic bitch and then they fuck her over again, it's like, well, that's kind of on you now. You know what I mean? I was hoping that I didn't get to that point with my last relationship where people were like, I don't want to hear about this shit anymore, which I don't think that I did. But maybe my friends would tell me differently. Um, please don't just let me live in my ignorance is bliss. But anyways, uh, I just think that I don't even uh, the first times I was like, oh, poor Chloe, baby, like she's such a good person. She's so sweet. She's my favorite sister. And this keeps happening to her. But I'm like, honey, 
I do believe that some men can change in, in, in a little bit, right? Like I think people are human. They can make mistakes and they can bounce back. Okay. Right. Like I'm making that statement. I'm not saying that you can fix a man. That's like, I'm saying that someone can change if they choose to change, if they want to change, like if they fucked up and they know they did and they want to put in the effort to change. Yes. But we cannot fix men. Men are not fixable. They're not a passion project. They cannot be changed. So if this guy, after the first time he cheated on her, just didn't say, oh, that was that was a mistake. I should never make that mistake again. Let's go. You know what I mean? This is like the fifth time this has happened. What I get, I don't get it because I don't have kids and I don't want them. So like, I don't know that part for her. And I imagine that makes it so much harder. Right. But like, girlfriend, girlfriend, it's time to take out the trash. This is how long this has been going on because I found an old, I'm sorry, what uh, YouTube episode from back in the day. And it's about like really bad baby daddies. And I think I talked about DJ Khaled and someone else. And Tristan Thompson was in there. Like that's old school, I believe. I'll have to fact check myself, but I'm pretty sure he was in there. And it's like, you guys, no. So let's move on to one of the more successful relationships in the Kardashian community. And that would be Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian. Okay, so they've been together and their photos are hot, 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 like steamy McSteamy. They look good. They know they look good. It's a thing. So anyways, um, Travis Barker got in a plane accident like 13 years ago. And I believe like some of his friends died and a bunch of people got injured. So he kind of said, I'm never flying again. Well, that was until this weekend he flew with Kourtney Kardashian and uh, he posted a picture of the two of them outside the plane. And he said, with you, anything is possible. You guys, I know I'm having a hard time with love lately, but when I tell you that this made my heart melt, this is what a rela- a partner is supposed to do for you, by the way. A partner is supposed to support you and then and push you to be to to challenge yourself and to the, be the best person. Like this is what a partner does. And I look, okay, I understand that we all ship Courtney and Scott, but this is because we fell in love with Scott. Right. Like, but we can't forget all the shit that Scott put her through. Okay, like, I don't know personally, like I've never dated someone with like drug or alcohol problems. Right. But like I've seen it and I know how hard that is. And for Courtney to have given this guy so many chances and things just like didn't work out, didn't work out, didn't work out. And then we're all like, yeah, but give him another chance. It's like she has. She's given this guy several chances and why would she want to go date someone that's now dating like children? You know what I mean? We saw what happened with Tristan Thompson. He cheated on Chloe with someone Kylie's age. And then Scott's out here dating girls Kylie's age. It's like she doesn't want that drama. We don't need that drama in our life. Kourtney Kardashian is a grown ass woman who, you know, likes to voice her opinions. She likes to have fun. She likes to live her life. She's just out there living life, as she says. And We need to let her do that. And if Travis is the one who's making her feel good about doing that, then that's the man she should be with. Period. Explanation point on this one. I love it. So 
I am transitioning into weddings and I wanted to do it with that story because I hope that they stay together. They seem really good for each other. And at least even if they don't, one of my favorite things to say in relationships is that like, you know, even if this isn't the one, I hope this is the one that teaches them what they should have. You know what I mean? Like this is how good it can be. And if they're not forever soulmates, at least like at least they saw good love. You know what I mean? That's just important to me. So anyways, I want to talk about weddings because I am on wedding TikTok exclusively. No surprise here. Um, I've been in a bunch. I love weddings. I, uh, I, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. So there are things that people keep talking about that they say are either chuggy or like that we don't need or that they hate. And um, I love the majority of those things that they're talking about. So I just wanted to see like what else people out there were, you know, not liking about weddings or uh, our unpopular opinions. Because like, OK, for me, I love shit that says bridesmaid on it or maid of honor or whatever, because people were saying like, oh, I get gifts with, um, you know, their names on it or something generic, uh, because who wants like a wine tumbler that says bridesmaid? I'm like, me, the fuck? I earned that title. I want that title. I flex that shit. What you talking about? Who you? Oh, your your wine glass says nothing. Mine says bridesmaid because I was the chosen one. OK, you know, and yes, does that sound cocky? Absolutely. But it's my podcast. We're here. For, we're here for me today. And like, I don't mind it. I think it's special. It gives a title like I, I don't I don't hate stuff like that. I love things with my name, too. Don't get me wrong. Clearly, we know I'm a narcissist. So like I love my um, my tumblers that have my name on it. Like it's not not saying that everything needs to say bridesmaid on it. I do love the mix it up, but I just don't think it's the worst thing ever. I mean, you are that person's bridesmaid. You know what I mean? Um, and then people were talking about shit on the robes. I like my robes. You can actually see them. If I post this clip um, in my closet, because my closet's all open, you can see all my robes and I wear them and I like them. I never owned a robe before I was in a wedding and now I have six and I like them. I think the photos are so cute. And by the way, as the bridesmaid, this is the one fucking thing you don't have to pay for. So like, why does your opinion even matter? Like your opinion barely matters on anything to begin with unless the bride asks for it. But if the bride wants to put you in, you know, a tutu, you wear a tutu, no questions asked. If you had to pay for that tutu, you had to pay for that tutu. If a bride wants to put you in a robe that she fucking paid for for her fucking photos that she's fucking paying for again, what do you care? What is it going to affect your life? I love my robes. It's nice because actually I feel like I have almost like almost all of them are different colors and they're different like textures and I love them. I love them. So anyways, another unpopular opinion. Also, people hate the bouquet toss. Why? Tell me why. That shit's so fun. First of all, it's the only time us single people get to be recognized. OK, because as I get older, I'm going to about to be the only motherfucking person standing out there waiting to catch the bouquet. It's a competition. I think it's funny. I love it. And then there's this cute photo at the end of like, who's going to be next? Now, I do not like proposals at weddings. Don't you stop and hand me a bouquet at a wedding. I'm going to be pissed. And as much as I love weddings, it's just that the focus should be on those two people. And I genuinely don't understand how anyone could be selfless enough to have someone else get engaged at their wedding. It's so fucking weird to me. I will never understand it. But I do. I don't really care about the garter toss per se. I think it's kind of fun to see like who gets it. Like the guy gets and the girl gets it. Like that's kind of funny to me. And also like if it ends up being the same couple just by accident, I think that's really fun. But 
I don't know why people hate on it so bad. It's just like a fun part. And it kind of breaks up the dancing a little bit. I don't know. I think it's a I think it's a good time. So I asked on my question of the week this week to see what people uh, don't do and don't like about weddings, what their unpopular opinion are. And I got a few here that I want to read. I want to preface this by saying that these are not my opinions. Okay, like I got to get political on this one because some of these I don't necessarily like agree with. And so and I know people who have like done some of these things and I don't want to shade them, but I do want to give the people a platform to say what they need to say. OK, um, one of these that I loved is that you you don't need to have a wedding party, which is true. If you don't want bridesmaids or groomsmen like you don't need them. And then on top of that, they said, you know, and it doesn't have to be even, which to me is such a big deal, because I remember, you know, when I would have if I would have married my ex. He probably would have had like three people on his side and I'm like banking 13 over here. You know what I mean? And I just don't want the pressure of, you know, having to put somebody in, having them put somebody in that they don't like because of me, because that's the weird thing, because I feel like you always know when you're the one that kind of got added in for numbers, you know, and I just don't want anyone to feel like that or, you know, to make someone feel bad like they don't have enough friends. Like I get the aesthetic look in everything, but I feel like there's ways around that. And I just think that you your bridal party should be the people that you know, you would call it 2 a.m. if you're um, like if you found your spouse cheating or something, you know, or the people that you would call at 2 a.m. if your spouse like snored in a funny way. You know what I mean? Like those are your people. Those are your ride or dies. Those are the people that you should put in there. And I don't necessarily feel like you should feel that you need to put somebody in, you know, that you don't really care that much about just so you can have even numbers. You know what I mean? Um, also, you don't need a full open bar. I could not agree with this more. I know that this is an unpopular opinion because a lot of people are like open bar or die. I do not agree. I do not agree. I have gotten just as drunk at a beer and wine wedding only as I have at an open bar. And if if open bars aren't your thing, I don't think you need it. I really don't. I think the beer and wine is just fine. Now, a non-alcohol wedding for me is rough, but I have been to those also because I'm friends with a lot of Mormons and they don't drink. So I've attended those. They are they are fun as well. But if you uh, do drink, you should have alcohol, <laughs> in my opinion. But I don't I don't think that you need a full bar. I, I like the uh, signature cocktail stuff. I think that's super fun. But if you're balling on a budget and there's something you need to cut and it's like the difference between you having the flowers you really want and the open bar, like, sure, people can argue that who's going to care about your flowers. If it's important to you, it's important to you. So I, I don't really think you need a um, <laughs> if I don't really think you need an open bar. Um Someone said, you know, they like the honeymoon fund, which is a new thing that people are doing in lieu of a registry or like in addition to a registry. They also have a honey fund. I love that shit. I absolutely love that. It's so nice. You know, you're giving money to something specific, something that like makes them happy and they're going to it's kind of like getting a gift card, but in a classier way, you know, so I'm I'm super into it. Um, This person said, and this is one that I'm I'm going to not agree with. OK, but I'm just going to read it. Um, if you get married on any day but a Saturday, don't invite me. Here's my thing. I get this a lot and um, I totally understand because, you, you know, it's hard to get married on a weekday. But these days, especially with COVID, you're probably only going to find Fridays and Sundays. And in my opinion, I've done both Fridays and Sundays and I prefer the Friday 
personally because um I think you still kind of have like a weekend to recover and as someone who like is thinking about starting to take Mondays off after weddings I'm so tired it's not it's not the worst thing in the world as long as your rehearsal dinner on Thursday is kind of like in the nighttime I think you know you can kind of make it work and still and still you know be able to attend everything. But here's the thing about this that I think is so fascinating. Okay. Cause I spend a lot of time obviously talking to my best friend, Aaron about weddings. And I think there is such a stark difference between California weddings and every other state. Because when I talk to her and she's, tra- and she travels a bunch for weddings. Cause I haven't really, like, I think the farthest place I've gone so far was Tahoe maybe. And I think we did end up getting there on Thursday, if I can remember correctly, or maybe Friday morning. But um, when you trap, when, when they go to weddings, they get in on Thursday, like the wedding's still on Saturday and everyone's flying in on Thursday. They're having like drinks Thursday night. There's activities on Friday and then the wedding's on Saturday and then a brunch on Sunday. Like they, it's a full fucking event. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I love that. I mean, the time off part is a little bit tricky, but I'm still very fucking into it. But I just think it's so funny because what I when she says it, it's not like it's any different. So I just feel like California's doing it wrong. Like we're not we're not doing a four four day event. And I think we need to step our shit up over here. Like I just think it's so funny when I saw that that you know every time I've talked to talked to um her she they're always talking about having start weddings on a Thursday and partying on. Um the coop the Cupid shuffle is trash. <laughs> The Cupid Shuffle is a trash track to throw on a wedding dance floor. Agreed. Agreed. I'm not a big, like, organized dance person in general. Like, I think the Casper Slide was great in high school and middle school and should stay in high school and middle school. And I've been a wedding DJ twice and both times those songs have been rejected from the list, which also leads me to... um, choreographed dances are a cringe, which I actually haven't seen one of these go down yet. Um, in any of the, Oh, actually I did see one of a mother son dance that was choreographed and it was, it was arguably awkward, but you know, whatever makes them happy. Um, I will however be playing the throw down, hoedown throwdown at my wedding. And, um, I'm not saying that I'm going to make all my bridesmaids learn it to perform it with me, but I am going to make all my bridesmaids perform it and learn it with me. But I think I would just do that naturally on the dance floor and not necessarily make, um, everybody sit down and watch me, you know? <laughs> um, okay. What else do we have on this? Um, Assigned seating is overrated. Strong disagree. Strong disagree on this one. Assigned seating is essential. Here's why. It's so awkward. This person, I totally get what you're saying, but I don't think you've ever been someone's plus one at a wedding when you don't know anybody else. Because in that scenario, you are left alone to your own devices. And you if you're not assigned seat, you then you have you're when you're assigned a seat you're forced to talk to the people around you and they're kind of forced to talk to you but if you don't have an assigned seat then you don't know where you're going also i feel like there's a special kind of magic in being a bride and forcing people to sit next to each other it's like what i would imagine it being as a teacher who knows that two kids have a crush on each other. And so they like sit them next to each other in class. That's like the only reason I become a teacher. I don't think I could do it at all. The teachers of our world are the strongest, most uh, genius, like mythical, amazing creatures in the whole world. That's how I feel about teachers. I don't think I could do that job, but I would, however, really love to make the seating arrangement. So, um, you know, uh, big weddings, just me and my man on our, 
uh, in our immediate family got married on a beach and sounds or getting married on a beach sounds amazing to me. Yeah. You know, my sister had a small like little ceremony in the backyard. I thought that was so cool and intimate. And I think that if that's your thing, you know, don't don't knock it. Um, first looks ruin the magic. I'm a first look gal myself. I'm a first look gal. Here's my reasoning, though. It, uh, observing all these weddings that I have, I feel that the first look is almost the only time that the bride and the groom are together like uninterrupted. And for me, I think that I want to spend most of my wedding parting. So like if I'm able to knock out some pictures early, I will. But I totally get what you mean. I will say too that I've watched several first looks and watched Walking Down the Aisle and it's never changed for the groom. I've seen him cry every single time. So like, I don't know. I get what you're saying. This is your opinion. I'm not here to like debunk everybody's this is just my side opinion to your opinion but I do I do get it because like if you're trying to have like a lot of tradition in your wedding you know that's something that's really special and um yeah okay so uh I I need to get back to work now you guys but (laughs) thank you all for answering the question of the week and enjoying a little bit of what wedding talk with me you know how much I live and breathe weddings it's just my thing and um I'm excited to share a bunch of content from this weekend for my sister shower uh this has been a long time in the making you know uh which of course is kind of funny because I feel like I still procrastinate a little bit even though you know I've had this plan since you know April 2020. Um, But I'm really excited. So look out for a bunch of fun pictures and TikToks from that. And I'm going to go hop on a call and hop on some meetings. But love you all so much. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to download, you guys. We are so close to the thousand. I can smell it. Um, And August is kind of approaching the end here. So hopefully we can hit that amazing goal. Love you guys. I think I said that a million times. But anyways, okay, bye.